This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Oh, actually, no, you can't. Wait a minute. We're not live on the radio. Well, we are kind of. I want to welcome uh, KTAE in Elgin, Texas, one of our normal weeknight affiliates. They actually have somebody there tonight, and I think it may be the station manager. I'm <laughs> not sure. Uh, but uh, What's station, his name? The station manager, Mike, gave me a call last night during one of the breaks to say, hey, you guys, you know, just want to let you know we are going to run you on Thanksgiving, which I think is absolutely fantastic. So they're pulling us off of our internet Thanks, feed. Mike. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, welcome aboard to our listeners in KTAE land, longtime affiliate uh, of this program and really dedicated to have somebody come in and do the show on Thanksgiving Day. Because we're actually here uh, in the studio. We will take your phone calls. The number tonight is a little different, uh, 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. The crew in the studio is the same as always. Tonight it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And uh, don't forget, you can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find that the features on the site are completely free, so head on over there and enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. Main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. So when you want us to look at something for show prep purposes, you submit it to the website. Other listeners will then vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most liked will make it up to the front page of the site, meaning we're more likely to talk about it. And uh, certainly more people are likely to see what you find interesting and vice versa. So head on over to freetalklive.com and do that. Of course, it is Thanksgiving Day. People uh, enjoying full bellies from uh, from around the, the country, I would imagine, after uh, meeting up with friends and family. And, of course, that's always a good time. Uh, and so maybe you want to tell us what you're thankful for today. You're certainly welcome to do that. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll get around the, the circle here in the, the studio as the show goes on. Here Gratitude's tonight. a powerful thing. You know? I absolutely agree. It's important. something I try to do every day. And if I forget about it, I feel bad that I you know, forgot to think about things that <laughs> I, uh, I have gratitude for. So uh, we could go there, and we will if you uh, want to call in 603-435-1105. Otherwise, there's still a lot more to say about what happened yesterday. We, we spent the bulk of the show uh, last night talking about the TSA. Of course, it's still always open phones and people could call in about anything, but we talked about the uh, the National Opt-Out Day that happened yesterday. And Sean, you and I were both uh, in Manchester. That's right. Uh, and I don't think we didn't hear from you yesterday as to what your experience was down in Manchester. So I, I, I kind of told what mine was and Sam came on and, and he explained uh, his. What, what, it, uh, what was it like for you? I found it rather surprisingly empty. There was almost no passengers coming through, and it seemed most of the time we were outnumbered by the passengers were outnumbered by the security guards. It, it was a shocker. I, I expected it to be hot and heavy in there, and busiest travel day of the year, right? Yeah, not so much. In fact, some people talked to the uh, the people that were working at Manchester Airport. Some of them said they thought it was about on par with the average day. Some said it was below average. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, the way people have described it. I mean, it's it's been relatively busy when I've been there. Yeah. So it was a graveyard. Did you, uh, Sean, did you have any interesting conversations with people? I did not really have any interesting conversations. The, the most interesting thing I saw happen is a couple of Southwest pilots uh, took the chance to get photographs with uh, Cat and Russell Canning. Very nice. And uh, 
they, they were very supportive of uh, what we were doing out there. So you are certainly welcome to call in with your experiences. Maybe you were at an airport uh, as well yesterday and uh, some interesting things happened. Certainly would love to hear from you there at, uh, again, 603-435-1105. Otherwise, one of the things we didn't really get a chance to do, we, we touched on this last night, we didn't really get a chance to talk about how the mainstream media was covering what happened yesterday. Or, in their opinion, what didn't happen yesterday. Because all across the country, from mainstream media, you know, big big time outlet like, a, say, a Fox News or a CNN to all the way down to the smaller local CBS and local uh, ABC affiliates, the news media's headlines read very similar. And turns out, my speculation was correct, that the TSA apparently put out some kind of uh, memo to all of the uh, the television and media stations out there, the mainstream media, basically saying, "Well, it looks like opt out was a, or the opt out day. Well, people were opting out of it. Uh, people were opting out of opt out day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and and all of the headlines rang like that. There yeah. were slight variations on it, but some of them from completely and that's how different you know sources. That the that the um the head that the the memo went out. Yeah. Because this that's all these organizations do anymore. They take uh, government monkey press see, re- monkey do government and press the- releases and then you know create a story out of them. Yeah. So if you looked at opt out yesterday, you found thousands of results in the in the media, and overwhelmingly they all had this theme of, well, those ha 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 ha, because you could tell they were laughing, and that's yeah. kind of like a TV uh, announcer laugh. Um, they, they, they would laugh essentially without actually laughing, and they were you know kind of glib and smiley and and very happy overall that those <laughs> those kids on the internet they thought they'd have a protest today and they thought they were going to the TSA even thought we thought they were going to be here and you know clog up the system and looks like everything's a okay down here at the old international fine, citizens go back to sleep yeah the lines are moving just fine everything is cool in fact here we're going to give you show you some people and tell you what they think and then they play the clips of the people they uh, they interviewed and overwhelmingly in most of the and I didn't obviously see every bit of coverage but I saw some coverage from different cities of the uh, the outreach events uh, the we won't fly outreach by the way we won't fly.com uh, where you can go to learn more about that because I don't imagine they're done with them but I, I compared some of the the different local coverage and I think I looked at a couple of national ones uh, and the majority of them, some of them actually showed the other side to some extent. They, you know, they tried to appear balanced, even with still the overall message of "ha ha ha, you lose." Uh, they they tried to uh, to appear balanced. Some of them were just just total hit pieces against the uh, the people that were out there doing the outreach yesterday, and it was just unabashedly bad. Well, I mean, there were hit pieces out beforehand, and you've got to figure that these same folks that are writing these hit pieces uh, beforehand yeah. are, are the ones running these newsrooms. There's the same type of individual. So I figure what we can do is go through a couple of these here just to kind of give you some idea. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you haven't been following the the media coverage of this particular event what is it that the mainstream media actually had to say? Who did they pick uh, to represent the different uh, viewpoints on this issue? And of course, we're talking about the TSA doing uh, more intrusive pat-downs on passengers as well as uh, with the new body scanner machines. And by the way, uh, the allegations haven't really been rebutted that I've seen so far. The allegations of different people around the web posting updates to, say, their Facebook or Twitter uh, saying essentially – that they were in an airport, citing which airport they were in, and that the body scanners were roped off, that the body scanners were shut down, that they were not picking anyone so, to go so, through the so body scanner. At that point, what is there to uh, opt out of? 
Right, because the opt- National Opt-Out Day, their main goal was to get you to opt out of flying, period. Like, if you can avoid it, don't fly. Well, you got to remember the body scanners are randomly selected. And so they, they just say. randomly selected nobody yesterday, that's all. Apparently, you're right. I mean, the random can result in a zero. That's certainly a possibility. Maybe, maybe they drew a number at the beginning of the day. That's not random. When they choose not to choose people, that's not random. Right. Obviously, you're right about random that. Random could result in a zero, but this isn't random. No, certainly and not. And <laughs> actually, anything done by an individual isn't random either. So I mean, they were- you have to have some kind of machine or computer, and I don't mean a computer like you said, a desktop computer, but some kind of computer to figure out what random is. So yeah, Random what- isn't somebody saying, I don't like that fat guy. Let's do him. Yeah, so what that could you chick, opt out let's, of? Let me feel on her. So what could you opt out of yesterday? If they weren't using the body scanners, you would not have the chance to opt out. And, of course, you could opt out by not flying, and a lot of people did that. As we said last night, 94% of Americans traveling travel by road uh, this particular holiday season. A lot of people still traveling by plane. In fact, an, an increased amount traveling by both road and plane. However, From not as many— last year, which is the depths of the Depression. Correct. However, <laughs> not as many increasing on uh, planes as increased on the roads. In fact, three times as many uh, percentage points increased on the roads. So it was like 12% up on the roads and then 3 to 5% on planes and that was a you've got to wonder how much safer we are if we're taking roads instead statistically the roads are much more dangerous dangerous. right and that's that's a point made by an economist is even if even if opt-out day didn't occur the you know it was a failure like these these organizations say the tsa is killing people because of their scanners that are causing people to choose to take the roads uh, roads are more dangerous. More people are going to die on the roads. That's not news, and that means that the TSA is killing people. The phone number tonight, special Internet show here, 603-435-1105, with uh, some limited radio coverage in Elgin, Texas, with KTAE. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. The number is a little bit different because we're not actually on most of our radio stations Things tonight. Things change, people. Get used to it. Yeah, essentially, the uh, the network, I couldn't bribe any board ops to come in tonight, so we're only on the stations that bothered to actually send their own board operator in tonight to manually run the show off the internet. Uh, and that is actually including one station, at least that we know of, KTAE 1330 in Elgin, Texas. So welcome aboard to uh, to those listeners and of course our regular crew of wonderful micro pirate slash community slash part 15 stations uh, all around uh, the, the country. However many of them there are. Well, uh, welcome to all of you. So 603-435-1105 is the number. Still discussing the TSA, but coming up, of course, we'll talk about Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, maybe what we're thankful for. And maybe you want to tell us what you're thankful for. You can do that at 603-435-1105. We're also talking about the TSA and yesterday's outreach events, uh, the We Won't Fly outreach that was going on at dozens of airports across the country. And the mainstream media 
was making a, you know, they made a pretty big deal about this. This was a majorly covered story over the last couple of weeks. And they were talking about how it's going to be chaos. These Internet people are going to come out and they're going to clog the uh, the system. Be prepared, travelers. And this was kind of the, uh, the, the, the way they were promoting the story in advance. Then afterwards, it's... Ah. Right. Because that's what the news media does, right? When you when you see them do their their big map of the United States, there's uh, sliding mudslides in one place, there's fire in another, there's a big nasty cloud with a lightning bolt. I mean, the news is all about horrific, cat- catastrophic things. Right. So we're going to actually play one of their clips uh, for, from how they covered yesterday's events in a moment. We'll do that here shortly. But if you're looking for gold or silver, whether it's a hedge against inflation, investment, or barter currency, Free Talk Live, we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. I picked these out, and I intended to pick them out in a way that uh, people that aren't familiar with gold and silver can just get gold and silver in their hands go to gold.freetalklive.com check check it out there check the rates make sure that you're getting the best price because we believe we're offering you the best price gold.freetalklive.com okay uh 603-435-1105 also coming up your chance to win a two-pack of the tota sack we'll tell you about that too uh, but let me start with uh, Philadelphia. I looked at a couple of the different reports from there. That's where uh, WeWon'tFly.com is based with James, uh, James Babb as well as uh, George Donnelly. And they had a pretty great turnout yesterday, from what I understand. As many as 50. The estimates that I saw ranged from 30 to 50. And it was interesting. The local radio station, they were doing reports on the pro- the protest. I guess this counts as a protest because people were chanting, which I find icky. Uh, but uh, so <laughs> the news media was reporting the radio, local radio station, the news radio station KYW there in uh, in Philly was reporting on this. At one point during the report, the the anchor who's on the ground, the person who actually did the report, says there's 30 to 40 people there at the, the terminal. And then the the guy that's reading the news at the top of the hour, kind of summarizing the event, called that a handful. Now, I don't know what I, – I don't know about you, but I, when I think of a handful, I think of maybe no more than the amount of fingers on someone's hand, say four or five. Uh, handful generally doesn't uh, doesn't connotate – 50 or 40 how do you feel about that i I think that's uh i think he's diminishing it uh you know he's disappointed in the turnout wanted more wanted uh people with burning crosses and uh you think he's disappointed i would think that's that's exactly what look if somebody would have gone out there and sacrificed a baby on the front lawn of the philadelphia airport you can believe these reporters would have been happy well, That's I think what they, they want. Happy. They want a disaster. It's not the That's news. That's what they tried to make it look like. It's like the it was bad a news. They were they were happy. They tried to make it look like a disaster. So I think that's exactly <laughs> the best what thing wanted. that they could do at that point. They were expecting something. They wanted something terrible to happen, and they did expect it. That's why they ran so many news stories about it. And you know the the way they see it, since it was a light travel day because everybody was opting out of flying, that. And the TSA didn't have many of these machines, at least in some places, online. People weren't able to opt out there that it was a failure. Well, of course, the, the, uh, the, they mainstream have to media, salvage. the mainstream media didn't take notice of any of the machines that were offline, allegedly. That wouldn't make their yeah. point. Right. I understand all that, Mark. Uh, so here's uh, NBC Philadelphia and what they had to say. The big movement to get people to opt out never materialized. 
I just want to be safe. National opt-out day might as well have been hear national that one again. opt-in, since that's what uh, people say. Uh, uh, national opt-out day might have been national opt-in. Except which nobody was flying. They put, Well, yeah, most people were not. The super majority of Americans were not. But to be fair, the amount of flyers this year did increase over last year, just not as much as the amount of people on the ground uh, increased. And uh, the TSA, by the way, uh, in case you're just tuning in, put that talking point out there. Oh, yeah, nobody opted into the opt-out day. Everyone opted out of the opt-out day. That's essentially what the headlines were of all these stories. ...to be doing at Philadelphia International Airport. I want to be safe. So I don't really care. Do what they got to do. Keep me safe. That's right. That's the attitude. And if you watch the reports from across the, the country... That is what you will hear people saying. There's some variation on, I'm scared, and I need the government out there, and I'm willing to give up my freedom in return for safety, and it's all okay. Whatever you want to do, do whatever you need to do. Just keep me safe. Well, that's a pretty big statement, isn't it? Do you think he really means that? Well, I think that he might have the chance to find out exactly uh, if he has a line drawn in the sand because they're going to keep trying to keep you safe because there's always going to be some threat. There's always going to be something lurking out there uh, that the government can point to to justify whatever it is that comes next. And these people don't think about that. They just think that, oh, the government's keeping me safe. They don't think about what comes next because what comes next, as the TSA and the Homeland Security Department have already announced, are going to be train station checks are going to be subway station, maritime ports. Right. A, a, a friend of mine from high school was on Facebook talking about, look, if you don't want to get shaken down, just don't go through the airport. Uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah, you know, this shows what you know there, yeah. darling. Give them a little more time. Maybe it'll take them another you know, three years, or maybe it'll be another six months. I don't know. But at some point, you're going to start seeing more of these checkpoints uh, rolled out. But that's not where they're going to stop. Give them another school shooting and we'll have checkpoints in schools. Yeah, there's that. And then how about, how about, I mean, this guy's willing to do whatever it takes. Just keep me safe. So how about some house-to-house checks? I mean, those terrorists could be anywhere. They could be shacked up in your neighbor's home. Now, we don't want that because they're scary. And they might blow someone up, even though it's not really happened since 9-11. But they might blow someone up, and so we're going to need random house-to-house checks. It could be any time of the day or night. Hey, hey, I don't want to hear you Americans complaining. You said you'd do anything. Whatever it is you want to do to us, just do it. Just keep me safe. So, three in the morning, somebody banging at your front door. It's the secret police or whoever, whatever they'll call it. Maybe it'll be TSA. There was a quote from the, the head of the, uh, I think it was the TSA, either that or the, the, the full Homeland Security Department, basically saying, yeah, we need to make the TSA a uh, much larger and more plugged-in security, Homeland Security agency. So maybe your friendly uh, blue-suited TSA agents, of course, by the time they're knocking on doors, they'll probably change from blue to black. Uh, so they'll have black on because it's much more intimidating. You know, they've got to intimidate the terrorists. It's, you're all right. You're a law-abiding citizen. You'll be fine. Just don't worry about it. We're going to search your house. You're okay with that, right? Free talk line. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor, 
See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. It's Thanksgiving Day, and we are here in the studio live, willing to take your phone calls about anything, as we always are. 603-435-1105 is the number. That's not usually uh, the number we give out. But actually, that number works any old time. So if you want, and and actually they lead to different phone lines than the, you can learn all kinds of new things tonight here, the, than uh, the, the studio that we normally use, the, the Genesis Communications Network, they are not connected to us tonight. So their 800 number is not going to work. But our 603-435-1105 number comes right here into the studio. That's the number we run, for instance, our contests on. So when we give away the Toto Sack tonight, you will be using that number, the same, same number you usually, usually use for giveaways. So 603-435-1105 talking about the TSA, National Opt-Out Day, and specifically how the mainstream media responded uh, to National Opt-Out Day. It was essentially to, uh, to point and to laugh and to say, uh, you failed. And did they fail? Well, the evidence really isn't in on that. I would say they did not fail from an activism perspective, having a couple of dozen gatherings of liberty-minded people all across the country at airports on the supposedly busiest travel day of the year reaching out with a message of of at least partial freedom on this issue is i think a win just from that particular perspective and the the poll by the way the 94% of people that were traveling by car yesterday and this weekend that was done uh, where, it, where it found that more people are traveling by car this year than last, 12% more, and also a few more people traveling by, uh, by plane. That poll was done before WeWon'tFly.com even was created. It was done far, you know, a month in advance of this particular travel date. So, so that was just people who planned and what their plans were? Correct. Not in fact it's how not they the op- results. So some people could have canceled their flights Absolutely. Uh, you know, thinking that the opt-out day was going to be uh, b- bothersome or they didn't Is want it to be a lot of people? Or, Probably not. But, I don't know. You know. We don't know those numbers at this point. By the way, you can grab archives of this show right there on the front page of freetalklive.com. At the top, you get the last seven days. You click into the archive section. It takes you all the way back to 2006, late 06. All of it is free at freetalklive.com, and it's courtesy of HostGator. HostGator. Gator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. They've got 4,500 free website templates, a 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 45-day money-back guarantee, 24-7 technical support, and... You get a $100 Google AdWords credit. It's Sweet. If you, yeah, it's kind of nice. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. We've created that portal so you can get your first month completely free. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right. So we're going to continue here with some of the mainstream media's coverage of National Opt-Out Day, the opt-out reaches that were happening around the country yesterday. But first, to the phones and the fun, we've got Dave in Montana. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live, the in Sean and Mark. Hey, thanks for being there, guys, on Thanksgiving, and happy Thanksgiving Day to all, and every meal is Thanksgiving. Indeed, sir, indeed. And uh, I was just thinking, you know, like, they're really, if you look at what they're doing, they're they're shaking everybody down. I think they're looking for drugs myself. I think you're right. you You don't look under the urine bag 
for a bomb. You're looking for a guy <laughs> trying to smuggle drugs. You are absolutely person, right on. You're talking a, about the cancer a survivor. Person, a fat person was searched underneath his fat rolls. You can't fit nothing under there except a little bag of Coke or something like that, you know? <laughs> and And the little kids, you always hear about... An infant was caught with two ounces of heroin laying next to it, you know, or in the diaper. You know, that's why they're searching the little infant thing. Nobody's going to blow up their baby. This no not- American kid blew up a plane. No, really, there was no bombs blowed up in America on planes. No. The terrorists used the plane as a bomb. They didn't have bombs. Right, they it allegedly had box be- cutters. And I actually just saw a video, Dave. You're gonna love, Dave. I saw this video last night of the myth, one of the MythBusters guys, who apparently he says he didn't know, but he left razor blades, twelve inch razor blades, in his laptop bag, and and it got through. It got through, no problem. The heck is a twelve inch razor blade? I don't know, but he pulls it out on stage in this video, and it's. A long ass razor blade. It's for it's for a double bladed foam cutter. You break them off. I'm sorry. What, Dave? Them uh, big long ones are like pre uh, dotted line, and you could break them off, and you make little ones out of them. I don't know if that's what I I don't think that's what uh, what they were. But what else did you have to share tonight? You know, Ted Ted Kaczynski used the mail thing. you know, Tim Tim Leary, uh, McVeigh, if they want to, he, he used a truck. You know, that nobody used the plane bomb in America. You know, it's it's one guy goes in a plane in another country with something in his underwear, and all of a sudden they got their hands down our pants. You know, like, what the mm-hmm. heck is going on? They're it's looking crazy. for drugs. That's all they're doing, man, is looking for drugs. And they're, they're training right you to be obedient. And they want you to, to. They want you to get used to this, so they can start no, doing right. it in more so they places. Can put it on the street. They'll mm-hmm. put it on the on the streets, on the corners, like you were saying. Absolutely right. I mean, the next generation of these machines may be much smaller, and they may be more, you know, much more portable, and they yeah, may be able be to just van, yeah. right put one in the back of a van or a truck or something like that, and just start. Hey, you're walking down this street in this in the in the ghetto. All right, walk on in here. Let's see what you got. I mean, we're not that far away from this. Dave, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Be safe. Glad you're out there listening, and happy uh, Turkey Day, sir. Same to you guys. Yes, sir. Good night, Dave. 603-435-1105. Now, Sean, uh, there was a little crosstalk there. What uh, were the kinds of blades, the 12-inch? They were for a a, uh, double-bladed foam cutter that he must use somehow in making things for Mythbusters. Hmm. Interesting. He actually said in the video. Yeah, it was, uh, it was you know, just a, a great way to point out how it's just security theater. Or as Dave points out, that they're looking for drugs. How could they miss a 12-inch razor blade in someone's laptop bag? I mean, laptop bags are extra scrutinized, aren't they? That, that, they always have to take your idea. laptop out. That's the idea. You know, I think everybody knows that these people miss a great deal of stuff when yeah. they go through your, your bag. And but it's just important to point that out. It just goes, it just goes to show that... They're, um, you know, they're they're not terribly competent. So increasing the amount of incompetent people in working in an incompetent system isn't going to make competence. So we're sharing with you what the mainstream media had to say, what their reports were like, a sampling of what their reports were like from yesterday, yesterday evening as uh, the six o'clock. And then there were different reports typically that were very you know, similar, but different footage uh, that would air later at, say, the 10 or 11 o'clock news. 
And so this is one of the later news is uh, from Philadelphia's NBC. We are interrupting here in about uh, 17 seconds in after they've already shown us one guy who said, yeah, just do whatever you want to me, man. Anything to keep me safe. And of course, my question there is, well, really? How far are you willing to let them go? How about some house-to-house searches for terrorists? Do have something in your colon, pal? I'm just going to close my eyes and go through the scanner and hope for the best. It's unlikely Stacy or Rena Daniels will have to go through a scanner or get a pat-down. Not all terminals have the equipment. Only Terminal F at Philly International has. See, no worries. Only a few of the terminals have this. It's unlikely anyway that you're going to have to go through it. So who cares? I mean, if they don't bother you, then what's the big deal? <laughs> okay, so the thing that's being missed here is they're coming... To every terminal. So what difference does it make if they're not there this time? They just want to, this is what they, they, they don't have much to argue, right, Mark? So they're doing everything they can to make this statist, this police state uh, tactic to be as acceptable as, uh, as hi, don't worry, they're only going to pick out certain people and you, it's probably not going to be you, so why do you care? And that's really, in a, you know, that's an attitude that a lot of Americans uh, accept is that, well, you know, if it doesn't affect me, then I don't care. Go ahead. Do whatever you want to that guy over there with a the towel on his head. I don't <laughs> care what you do to me. Yep. That's how it goes. Or what you, you know, I don't care. You know, do, just do whatever you want as long as it's not to me. But then it may end up being you. And, and who knows? We'll, uh, we'll come back with more of this uh, clip here from NBC Philly. And we'll take your calls at 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. Joining you in the studio tonight, it is Ian. And Sean. And Mark. All right. Uh, and, of course, so we are here live. It is the Thanksgiving Day edition of Free Talk Live. Maybe you want to tell us what you're thankful for when you call in. You're certainly welcome to do that as well. Or bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great... Julius Caesar and beyond. TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Turkey Day edition. We are here in our very same studio doing the very same show. You can still call in about anything you want. Those other people take the day off. In fact, other people on the Liberty Radio Network took the day off today. Like, nobody does live radio except for Free Talk Live on the holidays. Yeah, the, the only reason that Free Talk Live does live radio on Thanksgiving is because Ian wants to do it. Like, he just just, just, just can't give it up. Well, people are listening, so why wouldn't people we want to give them want something live? People fresh programming. I agree with you on why, that. Why wouldn't we want to give them something fresh, something live, something they can interact with? Uh, Dave and because Montana's out there. That's why. People are out there. We've got people on our streams right now. This is a great show to listen to with your family. What what better way to spend the uh, the evening of Thanksgiving is that an appropriate thing to say? Because Thanksgiving Eve was last night. I I, I guess if you put sounds evening, good to me. Right, if you put evening in front of the word Thanksgiving, is that is that all right? I'm not an English major, so maybe you could. I don't know. You would trust any English major on this issue? Well, they, they study these things. Yeah. Six zero three four three five eleven zero five is uh, the number here. But yeah, we're here to uh, to take your phone calls, of course, about anything at all. 
and uh, and also you can visit our website at freetalklive.com. Don't forget that all the features that you find there are brought to you completely free. Features like our news updates. You get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop. What's going on with Free Talk Live? You'll know it first. If you're on the news lists, and there are multiple, maybe you'd prefer to get them via email. You can do that. Twitter, we've got that. Facebook as well. It's all there at news.freetalklive.com. Totasac, the one-trip wonder for your uh, for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home, is now available to fundraisers and small independent resellers of general merchandise. Totasac is a retail grocery bag carrier, handles more than you can. Visit totasac.us. That's T-O-T-A-S-A-K.us on the net, and uh, if you just buy buy yourself a uh, a family pack there, you can get six of them for oh, I think it's like sixteen bucks. They're great for uh, real. What's that? It's that cheap? I, yeah, it's like that. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're not expensive. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a great device. They get far less expensive as you go up. We'll prove how good it is. We're going to give you a two-pack a little bit later on. T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot U-S. In fact, we're going to do our di- uh, giveaway a little bit differently. Tonight, the two-pack will be given away to a caller. So somebody who is on the phones with us will arbitrarily select you. <laughs> there are no criteria here. Uh, so we'll arbitrarily select you as the, the winner of the two-pack, the Totasac. That doesn't mean you necessarily will win if you're call- the caller who is calling right now. Uh, let's go unscreen to the phones and the fun. You're on Free Talk Live. Oh, Hello? me? Yep, Hi. You're on the air. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt in North Carolina. Hi. Kurt, what's on I your mind tonight? Email. I, tried- well, I got, tried to get you on my local talk radio station. I've uh, seen the email. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, the, the FM talk station there in Raleigh. It's a big station, and it'd be a yeah. great station to be on. So I appreciate you Appreciate you and anybody else who sends out an email or makes a phone call to a local program director and says, hey, I would love to, if, if we're not on their local station, hey, I would love to hear Free Talk Live uh, on your station. And it helps if you actually listen to the station, and, and you do actually listen to the station. Well, I listen to it in the car. Uh, I find... The whole Rush Limbaugh crowd gets pretty monotonous after a while. I, I much prefer Free Talk Live's rather freewheeling attitude toward the subject. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. So what else was on your mind tonight? I was just wondering. We're 50 minutes into the show. I'm wondering if you've gotten to the real meaning of Thanksgiving yet. No, we certainly have not. Uh, it is definitely on the, the plate here for tonight. Uh, so, so stay tuned for that. In fact, there's apparently a oh, New York but- Times, uh, some sort of a critique New York Times is attempting to debunk the idea of the supposedly true well, story of Thanksgiving. We've been doing this little bit by, uh, and I think it was uh, Mises uh, that, that does the article, um, or did, you know, I think we've been doing it five or six, seven years, something like that. And finally, John Stossel and Rush Limbaugh have picked it up and uh, mm-hmm. decided to, uh, you know, take it uh, nationwide with the old Tea Party movement. You sure Rush hasn't been doing it since before that? I, I don't, I'm not sure you of anything. Know. Right. So you're speculating there. I think not. Well, I, I thought it. I saw the Stossel article, and he's working off the same material as everybody else. The, the, uh, That's a good story. By William Brad. Yeah, yes, the, the governor of the Jamestown colony or something like that. Uh, it's a great story. We'll get to uh, – Sean, in fact, you've got that tonight. We'll share that, and then we'll share what the New York Times had to say about it. Kurt, thanks for the call. I appreciate uh, hearing from you. 603-435-1105 is the number here tonight. So we're playing back some audio from NBC Philadelphia's report on the opt-out event last night that happened with approximately 30 to 50 activists at Philadelphia Airport. Incredibly uh, positive turnout. They had a good time. There was some critique that uh, it should have gone on earlier because they didn't start until 7 o'clock in the evening, and apparently there were more people flying out of Philly during the daytime. The, the airport was a wasteland, as uh, they'll actually mention in this, this particular some piece Some people here. do work on the day before Thanksgiving, you know? This is true. 
Yep, that, that's true. But, you know, you live and you learn. You make mistakes doing activism and then you adjust for the future. And it's my understanding that WeWon'tFly.com isn't done doing these, uh, these events at airports. So they take what they learned from the first one, apply it to the next one, you'll have a more successful event. All right, so we'll continue here with NBC Philly. And about 3% of travelers are actually asked to get a body scan. I think you've, you've got a lot of people that are underinformed and in a hurry. And many people, maybe they just don't care. But I care. These protesters from the group We Won't Fly say one person scanned or patted down is one too many. About 50 of them turned out at Philadelphia. One of the signs says, hey, TSA, at least buy me dinner first. It's cute. Yeah. International to reach out to passengers. I have a problem with the body scanners. I think they're invasive of people's privacy, and they're also um, they're also a health risk due to the radiation. When the government stands in between you and a private business and says you must be searched, that makes me take pause. In the past. Now this report you just heard from three of the uh, the folks there at the We Won't Fly rally. And just comparing this to what I've seen by some of the other TV stations is a lot of the some of the other stations basically was almost completely one sided where all they did was interview passengers who essentially their message was, please protect me. I love you, TSA. That uh, was their message. And it was very, very uh, weighted. And I just wonder if that's because maybe at those airports, there weren't any, uh, maybe they didn't have a a particular event scheduled. I'm not sure. I didn't really take the time to cross check. Uh, But either the the mainstream media didn't have anybody to shoot or they just pretty much ignored the the, marketplace is going to If the marketplace is going to speak on the TSA, it's not going to to, uh, send protesters out. The marketplace is just going to slowly strangle the the airline industry to death mm-hmm. and then they'll get a government bailout and be nationalized and then oh, it'll boy. be really bad u.s air will mean something altogether different at that point but you're right sean i mean that is definitely where this is going we've already seen airline after airline losing their butt and having to sell to another airline and so there's been a decent amount of uh, of consolidation that has already occurred so it's just a matter of time before more companies start to, uh, you know, to lose it and be gobbled up. And then before you know it, you've got two airlines. And you'll get the same level of service from the airlines as you get from the post office and the Department of Motor Vehicles. And Amtrak. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a silly organization that is. That's it, a it scary more, idea. It costs more to, to take a train to Florida than it does to take a plane. And it's, it's bad enough when you've got Amtrak and they have a, a train wreck. But at least with the train tracks, if a train goes off the train tracks, in most places there aren't houses right nearby that I've seen for uh, for train tracks. There's certainly exceptions to that rule. But in in most places, if if a train fails, it it doesn't always go off the rails. It kind of stays there. But if the government gets in charge of air travel, then the government is in charge of looking at the airplanes to make sure that they're working correctly. Now. That's not to say they're all going to be falling out of the sky immediately, but we know that the governments and their the government and their incentives are not quite the same as the marketplace. Even a limited, restricted marketplace like air travel, it, the government doesn't have the same incentives. And so, I would expect you would start to see a rise in the amount of mechanical failures mm. that sometimes may result in uh, in death of the people in those aircrafts. Be, if the government bureaucrats are in charge of inspecting these planes when they come back. 
Now they have. Um, I, I'm just. I'm thinking about this, and uh, it, it, you know, the the government does have its own aircraft, and it manages to keep them in in flight pretty well. Um, I don't know what that means and why that is, but uh, and I do tend to think the government is a dangerous and inefficient organization. But one has to really ask oneself, why is it that uh, you know pimply faced uh, young mechanics can keep planes in the air? In the Air Force, in the Army, and the well, Navy, no, no. Maybe Marines. you should talk to someone who's in the Air Force about how many times planes come down. I think it might have something to do with the fact that those planes, the government has a motivation to keep in the air. Specifically, they need them to kill people. There is that factor as well. I'd be very interested in hearing. I know that uh, Puke is one of our co-hosts. He was actually a helicopter repairman. Because I've certainly heard my share of stories from uh, the Middle East where people die, not because of gunfire, but because they went down in a a helicopter crash that didn't have anything to do with combat. I've heard those stories. I just don't know how common they are. So it's a good question, Mark, a legitimate I mean, question. Usually um, it's, it's newsworthy when, uh, when a plane goes down, government or not. All right. So, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, it gets news. Like I said, I've heard the stories, but not much about them. I mean, how much news is a helicopter going down in the Middle East going to garner? Not much. I could tell you. 603-435-1105. You can take control of the airwaves. We are here on Thanksgiving Day, and you can bring up what you want Two-pack of the Toda Sack, coming up. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. VARadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. VARadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the program. We are limited on the radio because our network that normally distributes the program is not with us tonight. Uh, They are running what they call in the business a refeed. So most of our radio listeners are hearing some other show, Free Talk Lives. Uh, But there are the folks listening in uh, Elgin, Texas, KTAE 1330. They are actually live with us tonight, pulling us off the Internet feed, which is really awesome. So uh, welcome aboard to all of them. And all of you, of course, thanks for listening here on this Thanksgiving Day edition. We're here, as we always are, tonight. It's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And we've been talking about the mainstream media and how they uh, treated the National Opt-Out Day outreach slash protest events that went on across the country yesterday. The general demeanor of the media was very dismissive of 
of it, uh, after having built up a whole lot of hype uh, around the event, claiming that the activists' intention was to essentially shut down the checkpoints, the security checkpoints, which, of course, was not the activists' intention that I know of. The folks from WeWon'tFly.com, at least, uh, George Donnelly and Jim uh, James Babb, they were being uh, interviewed in various different places all across the country, mainstream uh, media and television, radio, etc., and the main talking point they had was they didn't want anybody to go to the airports. And if they did go to the airports, then to opt out of the body scanner and save yourself the radiation and instead uh, go through the uh, the pat-down, which is you know still not desirable, but at least you won't get cancer from a pat-down. you got to wonder how much the mainstream media saying there'd be all this chaos at the airports kept people away from the airports. Mm, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I don't know about that. We we still aren't sure the reasons why travel seemed so light uh yesterday in Manchester where you and I were. It was like a ghost town. It was completely empty. We were outnumbered by airport employees and security personnel. We and the the travelers. I don't think I saw at at one point when I was in there or at any point that I was in inside the airport I don't think I saw more travelers than TSA. I think there were more TSA than, than travelers at any given point. I did at one point. A, a plane had just landed and everybody was leaving, but that was it. Maybe there one were more. Plane. There might have been more travelers like beyond the security area waiting for planes. That would make sense like because you know, they collect for a while there. But folks moving around in the terminal, buying tickets or getting tickets in, in that area, it was not, there was nothing. No waits whatsoever at the security lines. And uh, and anyway, we're we're reporting on what the the mainstream media had to say about it, which was essentially, nah, nah, your your protests failed. See, the TSA, their lines are moving just fine. Everything's cool. Look, we've gonna we're gonna interview the TSA. See, they said that there'd be no problems today. Right. And then here the are these obedient media flyers. Has clearly taken its side too. In oh this, yeah. Uh, you know, like all along, we know whose side they were thinking. Oh, here's an underdog. Maybe these people will have a chance of getting something by. Now they didn't listen. The the dozens and dozens of interviews that were done that were done they didn't listen no they didn't listen to the fact that people were going to be opting out of flying not necessarily opting out of the machines well if they did listen then they didn't uh, adhere to what they heard in their reporting their reporting is very statist oriented very pro government although to NBC Philadelphia's credit they did actually talk to some of the the people there at their at the opt out event uh, and that's cool and there are some some news reports where they didn't bother. Uh, either there weren't people there to talk to or they just didn't bother. It's not unlikely. Yeah. So the, uh, just all across the country, the attitude was the same, was basically, yep, yeah, everybody's cool here at the the, uh, the TSA. Everything's going smoothly. Flyers are happy. They love the TSA. Airline travelers love the TSA. Thank you, TSA. That's essentially a summary, but uh, we're going to get into the details here with NBC Philly's report. Several weeks, TSA has been getting a lot of heat for its new security procedures, even becoming the butt of jokes with SNL spoofing the agency in one of its skits. Funny, TSA skit. agents are ready and standing by to give you a little something extra to feel thankful about this holiday. <laughs> but laughs aside, some people against the body scans and pat-downs did show up, including this college student who stripped down to a Speedo at the Salt Lake City Airport. Others say their grassroots effort... What is say something like screw you big sis or something yeah something like that i didn't see it clearly and i don't recall against the security procedures is growing and picking up support 
A Zogby International poll showed that 60% of those surveyed were against the new security procedures. But we talked to security officials and airport officials here at Philadelphia and International Airport, and they say they did not receive one single complaint from a passenger today. What's the point? What's the point of complaining, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'd love to love to complain, um, you know, if I thought anybody gave a flying flip, but they clearly don't. Well, also, she's comparing apples to oranges They're as well. They're also claiming that you're an extremist if you, uh, if you don't like this. So, I mean, complaining, if I write a letter, I'm liable to get put on some list and get hassled. Maybe, but she's also comparing apples to oranges, Mark. Uh, she's citing a, a, a poll here, the Zogby poll, which we actually haven't talked about yet. I had it in the show prep here for tonight. So since she brought it up. Uh, the poll finds 61% oppose new airport security measures. On the eve of the nation's busiest travel days, a poll has found that 61% of likely voters oppose the newly enhanced security measures at the country's airports. That's not the people who were in the airport. That's not <laughs> likely flyers, not likely travelers. It's likely voters. So you can't say on one hand, well, she, she did say it, but you should not say on one hand that, well, 60, well the poll said 61% opposed the uh, security measures, but we talked to as many people as we could here at the airport, and no, nobody said there was a problem. Well, that's because only the 39% that doesn't oppose them were flying. Exactly. The people that are the most like uh, the you know the least likely to care are the ones that are are, are taking the airlines. Right. I mean, we how many people just normal folks that call in say on a Saturday night just say, you know, I haven't flown in, in years and I'm not gonna. I mean, the numbers the numbers of people willing to get in airplanes are dropping people, and one has to wonder why. I mean, could it be the threat of terrorism? I suppose, but the numbers continue to drop as terrorism gets farther and farther back in people's collective memory. What is, in fact, out there today is the TSA, and they're getting more and more intrusive. The poll by Zogby International of over 2,000 likely voters also found that, for, and by the way, likely voters, that's still not even a cross-section of America. Remember, in any given presidential still, election, it's still only- great numbers. Uh, 60% of, of likely voters disagree with the scanning techniques, right? Correct. But my point being, they're not even getting a cross-section of all of America. You're getting the people that are more politically oriented. You're getting the people that are likely to vote. What do the rest of the Americans think? What about the other millions upon millions, tens upon tens of millions of Americans that do not participate in the voting process? What do they think? I don't know. They, they don't count as much, I can tell you that. Uh, apparently not, and I think that's ludicrous, personally, But uh, just, as an, uh, just as an aside. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the poll, despite it being likely voters and more likely to be political, it's still on the side of freedom on this issue. It's still on the side of uh, the, at least lighter security. These people aren't freedom-oriented, but they get it on this issue, and they get it that uh, the, a line they don't has like been it. crossed. <laughs> yeah, a line has been crossed. So 603-435-1105, and then they go on to talk about what's been going on recently. Uh, 81% of Americans found in a CBS uh, telephone poll back in earlier in the month said they approved of the use of full-body scanners at the airports. But the CBS poll didn't ask. Yeah, the way that it was pointed out wasn't very honest. Of those polled by Zogby, 52%, right, the CBS poll didn't ask specifically regarding, you know, they didn't tell anybody what the new uh, scans were, that, that they were naked scans. Of those polled by Zogby, 52% said the enhanced security measures would not prevent terrorist activities, and nearly half, 48%, said the measures violated passenger privacy rights. 48% also said they would probably seek alternatives to flying because of the new measures. Another 32% said they considered the full-body scans and pat-down searches to be sexual harassment. One in three voters. 
That's a pretty significant statement to say this is, you know, you're molesting me. I don't want this. I don't see what else it could be uh, construed as. Yeah. So I think that's uh, that's great news. It definitely bolsters the side of WeWon'tFly.com as kind of this continued conversation uh, goes here that of people trying to assess the the success or failure of yesterday's national opt-out. And as I said before, I think it was a success. From my perspective as an activist, uh, it was a success. We reached people, probably reached some people that had not been reached. A lot of flyers were uh, handed out. WeWon'tFly.com, LibertyFlare.com created a nice little opt-out flyer kit. And those are being handed out yesterday at Manchester. And I know they had flyers at uh, at Philly and other places. So we'd love to hear your stories, your thoughts at 603-435-1105. We're going to play one more uh, TV report just to kind of dissect that a bit and see how a different television station approached uh, what happened yesterday. 603-435-1105. And then still to come, Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving Day, so we'll talk about the, uh, the supposed real story behind Thanksgiving. But New York Times says it's not true. Uh, we'll find out what they have to say as well and uh, get your thoughts. 603-435-1105. One of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is Odysseus the Rebel, a new twist on an old story. This is not your daddy's Odysseus. BigHeadPress.com will help you spark imaginations and free minds with their enjoyable web comics and graphic novels. Beautifully illustrated, inspirational stories will make your holiday gift-giving a mind-free experience that will be appreciated and enjoyed. Sample Odysseus the Rebel online before you buy at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Thanksgiving Day edition of the show. We are here and very thankful that you are as well. 603-435-1105, whether you're listening live or listening via our podcast, we are glad you're here. And tonight, it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. Uh, don't forget, different number tonight, 603-435-1105. Our, uh, 1105. our website's still the same as it's always been, freetalklive.com. You go there, get interactive in various different ways. Uh, we've got the Shrine of Female listeners that is there for our lady listeners to show that they are actually listeners of this program. Because there's this whole thing in talk radio about it being male-dominated, the listening audience. And so we, we want our program directors that are looking at the show to know that, hey, there's there's ladies that listen to that there radio show. And that's kind of one of the points behind the Shrine of Female Listeners, besides the fact that it's just, you know, we've got some really wonderful lady listeners out there, and it's important to uh, let people know that. So if you are a lady listener, you can go to shrine.freetalklive.com, and you can learn about how to become a Shriner. And if you aren't a lady listener, you can go there and take a look at it, shrine.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. Yeah, SACL CAI, the uh, principal there, Jason Osborne, big supporter of Free Talk Live, big supporter of Liberty. So if you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CII handles collections, early out billing. They purchase charged-off receivables. They do it in a fashion that isn't alienating to your clients. You can give them a call, or excuse me, you can find their number by going to the banner at freetalklive.com, SACL CII. All right, so we're going to continue here. Uh, of course, you're certainly welcome to share your thoughts on what happened yesterday. Maybe you were at... One of the uh, the TSA opt-out days uh, with WeWon'tFly.com, people around the country going to airports. Sean, you and I were at one for about four hours yesterday, and it was dead. Manchester Airport was just devoid of travelers. The people in Philadelphia said the same thing uh, over there at the the 
kind of the WeWon'tFly.com hub event where uh, George Donnelly and James Babb were located, the folks behind WeWon'tFly.com. And they said that the terminal there was they couldn't find anybody. They couldn't find people to talk to. The passengers, they just weren't there. Now, the claim was that there were a whole bunch of people there earlier in the day. That's what the media was saying. I, nobody was there, I guess, so there's no way to really uh, verify that. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, even we had somebody from LAX call in last night. Somebody who was at LAX that saying it was dead. It was de- way down. No, then, dead was, was the term was, they Did used. he use that term, dead? Well, anyway, yeah, it was As just, I recall. just amazing. So here's another uh, report we're going to play for you from uh, CBS, this one also in Philadelphia, to kind of give you an idea of exactly how these uh, mainstream media organizations were reporting on this particular day. Very, uh, you know, kind of pro-government, give me all the security you can give me uh, viewpoint coming from a lot of people in these airports. Well, this year's holiday travel rush is now underway, complete with full body scans and pat-downs. With so many people at airports nationwide, there was some concern that some might opt out of the scans today and cause a security nightmare. Eyewitness News reporter Walt Hunter is live at Philadelphia International tonight, where one thing we know, Walt, it has been a very busy day. Very busy, Chris. 84,000 people moving through the airport today. And in addition to the weather, flight delays and the... Now, this is Philadelphia Airport, where, again, it was dead at nighttime. And he's just said 84,000 people moved through the airport. He doesn't compare, so there's no way for us to know what the average day is at Philadelphia. Philly's a pretty big place, pretty big airport. Is 84,000 down? Average? Is it up? Where is that compared to uh, the, the usual day? He doesn't say. And I wonder if that means that he didn't ask or that he did and is just concealing that information. Normal headaches, they were concerned about that protest. Turns out they needn't have worried at all. 50 protesters caused no problem at all. They were here from 7 to 10, but had no impact on airport operations. Uh, chanting. I do not care for chanting. Do either chanting you guys like is the kind chanting? of a, pr- a protest thing. Do, do you like the chanting? It kind of seems like, yeah, we don't have anything else to say, so we're just going to repeat ourselves. It's it's like uh, like monkeys uh, yelling, and it's it's very tribal, and it seems very mm, mindless. Uh, it seems, and not necessarily that tribal means mindless. I don't know. Maybe tribal is not the right term, but uh, mindless in that it's very groupthink oriented. Like somebody starts the chant, everybody else starts chanting too, and it's usually some phrase saying if, that if they all hold similar signs, isn't that groupthink too? Well, I don't know if there are similar signs. I mean, there are different people signs with different expressing ideas. expressing similar Some things. guy had a Ron Paul sign there, apparently, from what I understand. So yeah, you know. He's prepared for that 2012 <laughs> run, right? Well, what, what <laughs> the was oldest the num- uh, president in U.S. history. What was the number of passengers they said they had yesterday? 84,000? 84, yeah. Well, according to this, their average daily traffic was 86,000 in Philadelphia in 2005. Wow. Which is the most recent number I can come up with. <laughs> Excellent research. Now, maybe so, maybe things were a little busier in uh, in 2005 than they, they were. Than the busiest year. travel day of the year? Yeah. Come on. Know. That's miserable. So, uh, and again, dead. Uh, Right, it was certainly dead at night when the uh, the activists were there. And uh, so back to the the chanting, though, Mark, you asked about signs and whether that's 
groupthink as well. No, it's not because it doesn't have the same aspect of groupthink. When you are in a group, uh, human beings are likely to behave in a certain manner. And the people that made their signs did not make the signs in a group. They made them separately at home. They're individuals that uh, came up with individual ideas for their signs. Whereas when someone starts chanting and everybody chants along, yeah, that's those are individuals choosing to chant. Uh, but it's just kind of got that more robotic uh, mind kind of this you just don't like mindset. it and your reasons for not liking it aren't good you think I why what's not good about it you, uh, because if, uh, if all these people feel the same way that are chanting about this stuff all the people that are holding signs that say the same stuff yeah but how many times way. have you heard somebody chanting and said to yourself you know i really need to talk to that person i really need to know what they're chanting about what do they have to say what what other things does that person who's chanting at the top of their lungs have to say well, that's a whole new point. That's what you're saying is there is it doesn't open people to conversation. It doesn't allow because it seems mindless. It doesn't seem like there's anything you want to talk to that person about. Oh, that person's chanting. I'll move along here. Maybe In fact, closed, I thought I was an activist there. I'd want to move along. Closed-minded. Hmm? Closed-minded, not mindless. Um, hmm. No, I would say mindless. I think chanting is a particularly mindless behavior. It does not require thinking. It uh, just requires going along. That's my critique. Anyway, 603-435-1105. Back to uh, this is CBS3 in Philadelphia. Chanting, carrying signs. 50 protesters handed out flyers asking passengers not to board their planes in protest of what they say are radiation dangers from body scans and privacy invasions from pat-downs. There are many, many other effective ways of, of keeping us flying safe besides stealing your dignity, taking away your privacy. Some shared the protesters' concerns. I ain't going to body scanners with radiation until somebody can prove medically I'm at a safe level. I personally will be opting out. This is the best report that uh, is my favorite report because but it's a local report. Right. It's a local report and it has – well, a lot of the local reports are biased as hell and they don't even talk to anyone who is not in favor of the state and the TSA. In this one, unlike the first report that we played for you, in the first report they talked to the activists, which was good. But in this one, they talked to both the activists and they talked to other passengers who were opting out, who were not interested in the body scanners. And the other news organizations – did not either they didn't find any passengers like that or they didn't publish those uh, particular interviews you decide 603-435-1105 and bring up whatever's on your mind this is the thanksgiving day edition of free talk live and what are you thankful for today as well this is free talk live you take control of America, beware! The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters, mothers, cover your sons' ears, and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. This is Free Talk Live. We are here to take your phone calls, and you may dial in about anything you want. At some point, if you are a caller to the show tonight, you'll have a chance to win the two-pack of the Totasac. Maybe I didn't say that quite right. If you call the show tonight, you'll have the chance, and we'll arbitrarily choose uh, which caller it's going to be. 603-435-1105. Maybe you've got an experience you want to share from yesterday. Uh, you were at an airport, uh, one of the dozens of opt-out 
outreach events slash protests that occurred yesterday at airports across the country. We sure would love to hear from you about that. But of course, you can bring up anything. Maybe you want to tell us what uh, you know you're thankful for today. On this being the uh, the day of Thanksgiving, we're actually here live, 603-435-1105, inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. Mark, tell me about the Free State Project. Free State Project is a movement to move 20,000 liberty-loving individuals all to one state. That state is New Hampshire. All you have to do is go to freestateproject.org, sign up there, that when 20,000 other people sign up, they're at 10,500 right now, that you will pick up and move within five years to the new Libertopia. You want to live in a place that's where the government's getting smaller, the taxes are far less. Well, that place is New Hampshire. It already exists. You can have the freedom that you're looking for, at least some of it, and work towards more with other people that want the same thing. Freestateproject.org. It's freestateproject.org. All right, so we're going to continue here. We've been just kind of recounting and playing back uh, what the mainstream media's coverage of yesterday's events were, the TSA opt-out day, national opt-out day. WeWon'tFly.com is a place to go to learn more about opt-out day. I imagine we're going to have another opt-out day at some point. I'm not sure when they're going to do it, or maybe it'll be called something different. In fact, let's see. Yeah, I, I know that uh, George Donnelly from WeWon'tFly.com was he was thinking, well, maybe it'd be better to call it We Won't Fly, you know, or We Won't Fly Day or something like that, rather than opt-out day, just to kind of get the, the message more crystal clear that they're they're trying to encourage people to not fly at all. Right. The website's called WeWon'tFly.com. Well, they did ch- jump on board with National Opt-out Day, which sure. was a different website. And it was I, he, he ended up saying he thought it was the right move because it was so uh, – it created so much controversy. And it got them a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of interviews, which got a lot of plugs for WeWon'tFly.com, which re- resulted in WeWon'tFly.com becoming, I think, the most popular at this point in time, uh, the most popular liberty-oriented website on the internet, which is a pretty huge success story considering the site's been around for approximately three weeks. Yeah. At this point. So we're playing back uh, CBS 3. Now, CBS 3, to their credit, even though the message is the same, it's essentially basically what these guys are doing is they're rephrasing a press release. They're, they're, they're putting together their own version That's what of a press release. they always do with the government press releases. The, the, now, I haven't seen the actual press release, but according to George Donnelly, it, the, essentially the TSA did send out some sort of notice to airports, some headline suggestion or whatever, like, Passengers refuse to opt out of the opt out, or whatever the heck, however it is they said it. They, they're not, they essentially the message is, yeah, everything's fine here at the airports, and everyone loves the TSA, and nobody opted out, or very, very few people opted out. So we'll continue their report. But virtually all headed to their flights, saying security, not privacy or radiation, was their top priority. The safety is more important than. Uh my privacy anything to help security um i'm all for yeah come on in my bathroom go through my medicine cabinet you never know what you might find in there security you know we got to keep you safe from those expired medications oh but seriously uh this is the attitude that is very destructive this attitude of well you know the government's here to protect us and we should just do anything that they say oh well i'll do anything she says just to keep me safe and they have no trouble finding flyers like this. They have no trouble finding people that are willing to just give it all up, all in the name of keeping them safe. Which, of course, as we pointed out earlier, the TSA isn't actually keeping you safe. 
They're not actually doing they that. They never caught a terrorist. No. Not one. And they miss 50% of guns, knives, and bombs that they test themselves on with their own red team. Yeah. You want safety? The, the, the easiest way to do safety for and security, you have a sign at the terminal entrance that says, please make sure all bullets in your handgun are frangibles and safe for air travel, and an ammo shop right next door to buy the ones you need. Yeah, there you go. That'll solve the problem, because who's going who's gonna to hijack a plane where every other passenger or every five passengers could be armed? It's, uh, you know, that's, a, that's an idea that's posited in the marketplace, and if an airline wants to try that form of, uh, you know, security, then they should be able to do that, and people should be able to choose. People want security. I mean, you heard these people say anything sure for security. Do. Some of them would go on the airline that, that actually gave everybody the invasive pat down. Maybe even if, uh, you know, maybe a little finger up the butt as well. Whatever, you know, that whatever makes people happy, what, uh, you know, in the marketplace, whatever, whatever makes them feel good about, is, about spending their dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's all we're suggesting here. There's no competition with the TSA. There's no opportunity right. for innovation. There's no responsibility when they screw up. And so most of the people that don't appreciate this government security are opting out entirely, as we pointed out. Most people, the supermajority of them, not going to the airport. Even though it was the fourth busiest travel day of the year, protesters actually had a hard time finding passengers, an indication they say that their protest was successful at... Again, another uh, you know credit to CBS in Philly for even yeah. acknowledging that. The yeah. other report did not acknowledge that uh, the terminal was dead at night. Keeping people away. It's been amazingly successful already. But a check with flight listings revealed that the protesters may have been victims of bad timing. Most passengers having already traveled earlier in the day. The protest not having any impact whatsoever on no. <laughs> oh. airport operation. On airport operations. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they. Yeah. They didn't get in the way of the airport. The protest wasn't I mean, expected to. This, I, it just shows these news organizations expected what baseball bats and people t- what, running down the hall beating <laughs> t- TSA agents. I don't know, Mark. I mean, maybe they don't know what to expect. Maybe they aren't used to any protests happening. They I see don't protests. Know. They see the G20 with uh, anarchists throwing uh, bottles of, yeah, of uh, Molotov cocktails. That's what they're expecting to see. I bet you're right about that. Those aren't anarchists throwing bottles with That's what they claim. They just claim to be. That's yeah, all. Yeah, that's uh, they, they it's can good claim enough it for the media. <laughs> it's good enough for the media. They think they're anarchists, so they report them uh, as as being anarchists. But I think you might be right on that one, Mark, because uh, yeah, th- that's what the media is used to seeing. They're used to seeing these storefront windows being busted in, fires being set, uh, police cars being turned over, and uh, people shouting and and destroying things. And that didn't happen here. They were very peaceful folks. They stood outside the terminal. I guess some some stood inside at certain points, and they handed out flyers to people that were going in. That's an effective protest. If you got people, if you get people to take your information and not immediately walk to the trash can and throw it away, I would say you've had an effective uh, outreach event. And again, okay. I prefer outreach. Uh, but if there's chanting, you've got a protest. So six zero three four three five eleven zero five. A little more here from CBS. And the protesters insist they were here to provide information, not cause disruption. By the way, there's only one scanning machine here at the airport in Terminal F. And if you're flying at the holidays before Christmas, be prepared. The protesters say they will be back. Live at- yeah. 
So uh, definitely a better, more balanced uh, report. But that's not saying much. To say that that report is more balanced is just to compare it against the other reports out there. Seem that, balanced. I mean, balanced is balanced. Not, uh, you know, in But the editorial favor. message was that these protesters failed. They didn't do what they set out to do. And you but lose. But they, they, they reported that they didn't. I didn't feel that. I didn't hear that and didn't feel that when you, I listened to the. They reported what? They reported that the protesters said that what their goal was was to see people. They did opt report out. that. You're right. That's what I'm saying. This is the best report that I, I found think it's out good. there. I'm not. I'm not calling it the best. I'm calling it good, which I think is a, is higher praise. It's the best and it's good. Sean, your thoughts? I, I think uh, the reporters and the editors had a really skewed perception of what the protest was going to be, and that colored the edit the uh, editorial slant in this piece. They were expecting the the more violent or maybe just a disruptive kind of protest. And what they got was people handing out paper. And that's not what they were expecting. Some people expected that. Some people expected all kinds of different things. People expected all kinds of different things. And what a balanced report, and that's the only claim I'm making here, what a balanced report would do would be to show all of those claims. Among those claims are the claims of the protesters, which was, look, the point was to not fly at all. I agree with you, except they also pointed out that the protesters failed. Um, but they did allow people to say that that wasn't their intention in the first place, was to clog things up. So again, the best report that I could find, and the, the, the rest of them out there are much worse than this. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com. You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Turkey Day edition. We're here to take your phone calls, as always, about anything you want. 603-435-1105. Also, some caller tonight is going to win the Totasac. Two-pack of those given to you. Totasac.us to learn more. 603-435-1105. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And you're, of course, as always, invited to bring up anything. We've been focusing on the TSA quite a bit here uh, throughout the show tonight in the national opt-out uh, event that happened yesterday at airports across the country. I would say a tremendous success, and maybe we'll be seeing more of said opt-out events. Uh, in, in Manchester, in our case, uh, Sean and myself were out with approximately, what would you say, Sean, maybe at least 30 other people by the time we left? Uh, about that. That sounds about right to me. I know some people showed up uh, after we left. I saw them in the video, and I know I didn't see them while I was there. So Right. Uh, the videos, by the way, are posted over at freekeen.com. I just posted a fresh uh, video today that was not from the media. So we posted two from the television station in Manchester, WMUR, and posted a third from one of the activists that was, uh, was there, Biker Bill. So you'll get to see the two different perspectives of what the WMUR had to say about it and then uh, Biker Bill's presentation as well. I know Sam was there uh, from ObscureTruth.com, but he's a little slow sometimes with uh, getting stuff 
out the door. He puts the high-end production. He thing. does. He well, does. Sam's not doing news. He's doing a documentary. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, so 603-435-1105. And Free Talk Live, by the way, has a webcam. You can watch the show and you can interact with other listeners at the same time because our chat room's built into the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do those things, to enjoy the webcam. All of it free, uh, brought to you courtesy of Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling, in stock, ready to ship, via overnight delivery, memorydealers.com. So we're going to get to the Thanksgiving story, the real story of Thanksgiving, and also what the New York Times has to say about it. They're saying it's not true. Uh, we'll address those things coming up here in the third hour. But first, a little more on uh, what some people were saying about the opt-out uh, situation yesterday. One man over at fullcomment.nationalpost.com, and I guess this is a Canadian website, uh, William Salatin says, Don't listen to the pat-down opt-out idiots. In case you haven't heard, there's a big holiday coming up. No, I don't mean U.S. Thanksgiving. I mean the day before it. Wednesday is the busiest air travel day of the year and a horde of paranoid zealots. <laughs> this year it was the fourth busiest yeah. travel day of the year, which just goes to show how successful the opt-out uh, program was. Techno liberty. Well, I don't know if you can attribute it to the opt-out uh, program. It's can just attribute people- to anything I want. I'm a commentator. You can. I would say it goes to show how fr- frustrated Americans are with the uh, the air travel situation. Well, I think I, I put it all together. The zeitgeist behind yeah. the opt-out. Well, uh, the situation. opt-out situation came as a result of that zeitgeist, yes. right? Uh, so techno libertarians, tea partiers, rabble rousers, internet activists, and congressional demagogues has decided to make it even worse. They're calling it National Opt-Out Day. Rather than endure an electronic scan of your body at the security gate, they want you to opt out and force the Transporta- uh, Transportation Security Administration to physically inspect you. Their hero is John Tyner, the man who recorded himself a week ago as he warned a TSA officer not to touch my junk. Ignore these imbeciles. Their plan would clog security lines and ruin your holiday for no good reason. You were out there yesterday, Sean, for no good reason. Is not the safety and privacy of the people of the United States a good reason? No. No, apparently not. My mistake. Uh, they don't understand the importance of the electronic scans. They're wrong about the scanner's safety. And from the standpoint of dignity, their advice is insane. If you opt out of the scan, you'll get a pat down instead. You'll trade a fast, invisible, intangible, privacy-protected machine inspection for an unpleasant, extended grope. In effect, you'll be telling the TSA to touch your junk. And that last part is true. I mean, the, you're not really telling them to, though. You're being forced into that if you feel like you can only fly to where right. you're going. Give me your wallet or I'll punch you in the nose and take your wallet. Yeah. I mean, the, what, what's the choice here? You're forcing me to punch you in the nose and take your wallet. Uh, so, yeah, and, and he's really excited about these, uh, these scanning machines. He'll tell us a little more about that in a moment. Here's what one of Opt-Out Day's instigators and in outfit calling itself We Won't Fly is telling the public, quote, if you have to fly on November 24th, opt out of the virtual strip search body scanners for your own health and privacy. Say, I opt out. Tell your friends, family, and community so they know how to protect themselves, too. Be prepared for delays and intimate TSA groping. At least you'll avoid the risk of cornea damage and skin, breast, and testicular cancer and the humiliation of a virtual strip search. 
So that ends that quote. And then he continues, it's hard to know where to start with this idiocy. And you know when people call names, they don't have too much else to say. Like he's he's called names a few times so far in this. I don't know that that's – like that's <sighs> – I think that's sort of the truth is how people view it. I don't know that that's yeah. necessarily true. Certainly, he could just be a recalcitrant genius. The body scanners He's aren't not. dangerous. Their safety has been certified by the Food and Drug Administration. Right. Their safety, their safety uh, is that about that, about uh, the same likelihood of uh, being uh, killed in a terrorist attack is as, uh, you know, getting cancer, which means I believe it was one in, it was it one in three. 30 million chance of getting uh, cancer, which means that if everybody in the United States flew in a year, then, well, 10 of them would get cancer. Well, also, the Johns Hopkins University Applied Physics Laboratory looked at them and the others and other scientific reviewers. So there. Yeah, did- yes, they have. And plenty of scientific reviewers say that the numbers given out by the TSA were lies. That's what you sh- uh, shared with us a yes. few days ago. You get more radiation, he says, from being at a flying altitude for two minutes than you do from a scan. I don't know that I, I don't know that I um, that that ha- I, that much. I don't know is proof proven. Well, what is it? Somebody said something about uh, how the the way the radiation is essentially emitted at you in yeah. the scanners There's is different. Lots of different types of radiation. This yeah. uh, this these X rays are you know some sort of lower wave level in order to to hit your skin and not travel through it like regular X rays do. Second, a virtual strip search is nothing like a real one. According to We Won't Fly, the fact that airport scans are automated and mechanical in no way changes the fact that when a government agent looks beneath your clothing, you're being strip searched. Are you kidding? It changes everything. In an airport scan, the only person who sees your naked body is an officer in a room away from where you're standing. He or she never sees your face and has no idea whose body is on the screen. Conversely, the officer who's standing in front of you, awaiting word that you've passed the scan, never sees you naked. See, why don't you just trust the TSA and take their word that they're not saving and printing out uh, your scans, that they're not, you know, talking to one another about who's worthy of uh, a printout or who's worthy of a, uh, a screen capture. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. The fact is that this is all people. This has already been done. Some hot chick has already gone through the scanning machines and some buddy who was uh, looking at those scanning machines took a picture with their cell phone of that hot chick's, you know, scan. It's already happened. Well, in a pat-down, there's no separation. The same officer who looks you in the eye slides his hand up your groin. Did I mention the cost in time? A scanner can clear you in 10 seconds. A pat-down can take four minutes or longer. If you accept the TSA's offer of a private screening room, imagine how long you'll have to wait at the airport Wednesday if half the people in front of you refuse to be scanned. Look, I can't control what half of the people in front of me do. See, this is more of this groupthink nonsense. The idea that what I do has an effect on what other people do. Well, it's what the TSA is doing that is having the effect. Right. They're the ones that are holding up the lines. Not you. Not you by choosing to not go through right. the scanner. They're creating this cue that if a terrorist wanted to blow something up, um, he would blow up the, the line waiting for the, the, the TSA. And what do you think will happen if you go through the uh, body scanner and they see something on your body? You're going to get a pat down, I would think. Because they're not going to just let you walk into the airport at that point. If they spot something and they want to know more about it, they're going to start to investigate that. I mean, what makes more sense as a terrorist at this point? Getting on an airplane and blowing yourself up and everybody else? or And having to go through all the TSA? Or setting down a suitcase full of uh, gunpowder and, and, and nails with a, a timer with a 10-minute timer on it or something like that? I mean, do you really think that the TSA can somehow 
disarm a bomb with a short fuse on it? Come on. I mean, <laughs> please. No way. No way. And they don't have bomb. I don't think they have any bomb squads at, uh, at airports. Well, with about 10 bucks and a couple of common household chemicals, I could gas the entire airport. Could happen. And, uh, so he says that uh, a WWF co-founder, that's We Won't Fly, says the TSA won't have the manpower to reach into everyone's crotch. The group urges followers to, quote, jam TSA checkpoints by opting out and slowing down their security theater. And for what? If the, T- the opt-out day grinds air travel to a halt and forces the government to withdraw the scanners, their next goal is to abolish the TSA. It claims the agency isn't agile enough to match al-Qaeda. That's hilarious! Naked scanners are exactly the kind of agile response al-Qaeda requires. Because the government has ever been described as agile. Mm. <laughs> well, there are certain people that really believe the government has got it together. That the government is the best organization to do these things because they can afford to buy the body scanners. They, they're they a big group and, you know, there's power in they being steal, big. They steal money from people. Yeah. There's a little more of this guy and also coming up Thanksgiving and what it really means. We'll share that with you. Hour 3 is next. And the New York Times has some thoughts on the real meaning of Thanksgiving, too. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Turkey Day edition. We're here to take your phone calls, as always, about anything you want. Maybe you want to share with us your uh, Thanksgiving Day thankfulness. You know, what is it you're thankful for today? And, of course, as we pointed out earlier in the show, it's good to be thankful every single day of the uh, the wonderful things that uh, that we have. I mean, things certainly in the world uh, are very bad, but at the same time, in some ways, they're also very, very good. Uh, it's good to be alive now. I'm glad... It's the I'm, alternative, right? Yeah, I'm glad I am here now, as opposed to, say, 200 years ago. Life would have been a little more difficult back then. Mm. Uh, it sure is nice to be here now, so glad to be here. Uh, so maybe, actually, we're going to give a two-pack of the Toto Sack away here tonight, Mark. Mm. And we've we've decided that it's going to be given to somebody who calls in, but I think I would like to give it to whoever is first to tell us what they're thankful for tonight. You're just dying to have somebody to tell you what they're thankful for, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I forgot to ask uh, Kurt and, uh, and Dave, who called earlier, and, uh, and sometimes when people are aren't calling for that reason they don't like to be cornered uh on that so if you would like to share what you're thankful for today and you're the first person to do it you will win a two-pack of the tota sack the call-in number 603-435-1105 603-435-1105 and uh we'll, we'll come back to that topic talk about thanksgiving and what it supposedly really means that the new york times says it's not true uh what the supposed true story of thanksgiving is we'll get into that uh, but there's a few more thoughts here from William Sultan, Sultan from fullcomment.nationalpost.com, Canadian uh, website, Canadian newspaper, or something like that. Anyway, this guy is very angry. He is very upset 
at the people that came out to uh, the airports yesterday across the country for National Opt-Out Day. He says that the TSA is just great. They are agile enough to match Al-Qaeda, he says. And the, those darn protesters are saying they're not. They're saying that if you were to opt out, then their next step is to abolish the TSA. And where would we be without them? A lot more secure and uh, financially better off. All right, because anybody that actually looks objectively at the TSA will find out that they're just security theater and they're not providing security and that uh, they're a bunch of slow bureaucrats with no incentives to provide the right security. This is what anybody who supports the government uh, on you know doing things thinks, is that if you don't want the government doing it, then you must not want it done. Mm. He says naked scanners are exactly the kind of Al Qaeda response that Al- excuse me the, exactly the kind of agile response that Al Qaeda requires. Last night's underwear the, the kind bomb- of response that Al Qaeda wants. Al Qaeda has claimed mm. that in fact what they want to do is they want. To, Oppression. To, yeah, to to issue the death death of a thousand cuts to make the United States government spend so much money that they in fact harm themselves. Last year's underwear bomber showed that metal detectors can handle non-metallic explosives concealed on the passenger. Hence the scanners. Although the scanners were already planned before the underwear bomber. Yeah, and uh, many security uh, professionals around the world say that these uh, these scanners won't st- won't find everything anyway. The so Israeli guys, next? they don't think they're very yeah, special. They're not interested. These are the people that have to deal with this stuff on a day-to-day basis. Not Canada! <laughs> Tyner proves the point. Read his account of how he plotted to evade the scanners. Quote, this is from John Tyner, uh, the don't-touch-my-junk guy. I have been reading about the millimeter, uh, millimeter wave and backscanner X-ray machines. Not wanting to go through them, I'd done my research on the TSA's website prior to traveling to see if San Diego's airport had them. From all indications, they did not. After removing my shoes and making my way toward the metal detector, I was pulled out of line to go through the backscatter machine, which apparently was not happening yesterday at various different airports across the country. Uh, when asked, I half chuckled and said, I don't think so. In a follow-up post, Tyner writes that, quote, I tried to avoid the scanner machine by getting in the metal detector line. I was actually relieved when the person in front of me was pulled out of line. Those words could just have easily been written by the underwear bomber. Research the airports, look for the weak link, and pray you don't have to go through a scanner that can see what's between your legs. So yes, Mr. Tyner, before you board my plane, I want the guys from the TSA to look at your junk, and if you refuse... I want them to touch it. You don't have a plane. See, this is what he thinks. He thinks he steps on board a plane and he owns it. Mm. I mean, this is the kind of mentality. He's such a, uh, you know, a collectivist that he steps on board a plane. It's his plane. And he wants me to pay for the security. I haven't been on a plane in almost 20 years, but I got to pay for security. That's another great point. The TSA is essentially subsidized security for these airlines who otherwise would have to provide their own security. And, of course, if the airlines did provide their own security, it'd be done at a fraction of the price. So it wouldn't be a big deal. Wouldn't be a lot of money added on to the ticket price or anything like that. It would be you know next to nothing. Whereas these government bureaucrats are spending all kinds of money with all the TSA they had milling about the airport yesterday. They could have uh, they could have done so much more with them, but they of course are just standing around as uh, as they normally do. They have, have always have too many bureaucrats uh, for for the job that they're that they're working on. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the jokes is a thousand standing around mm. about the TSA's uh, name. That's pretty much what was going on yesterday. So there you go. That's uh, some of the critics. Uh, the, the more angry and vitriolic critics that are very upset that people would dare opt out, that people would dare considering saying no to the police state. And 
certainly the mainstream media's coverage, which did interview a lot of people who have this, please protect me, TSA, I love you, mentality, this uh, very state-oriented, I'll do anything for security, is what they said. Different people said essentially the same thing. I'll do anything as long as it makes me safe. And uh, this is a very common mentality, I think, found among a lot of Americans. And it's one of the reasons why I support the Free State Project. You know, to get liberty-minded people together to make the ideas of freedom that much stronger in one place. People are too deluded. There are too many followers of the state. There are too many people who are easily duped by the government out there. And we who love freedom, who maybe know a little bit better on some of these issues, are too spread too thin. And I think that this TSA incident really highlights that it really highlights the attitude that is the defeatist attitude of well we'll just go along with whatever they say that's the the biggest problem in the country right now as far as people and what they think about the government it's that attitude that is bringing on the police state with little there's little resistance to it very little resistance now a lot of people are are driving instead of flying and that's good but what happens when they put up checkpoints on the road? People are going to dutifully pull over just like they do down south. They have checkpoints. Just to remind you, down in the southern and uh, northern areas, in the southern and northern areas of this country, there are internal checkpoints where everyone is stopped. And everyone is, is in many cases, questioned. And a lot of people are told, yep, pull over to secondary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just you're just stopped. You're just asked to you know pull over. We're going to take a look at you. You have some reason to believe I'm not a citizen. Yeah, well, there's yeah, one we video look through online. your trunk. And I, what, what's that have to do with my citizenship? Well, you might have a Mexican in there. <laughs> there's well, there might be a Mexican anywhere, right? There's a video online where some guy does that. He refuses to pull into secondary and essentially asks if uh, if he is being detained, and the cl- guy claims he's not, and so on and so forth. And he actually ends up pulling away and don't, no, doesn't ever pull over to secondary. But most people aren't going to do that. Even no. the people that are are sick of the the uh, the TSA and they're sick of the security state, they're not going to uh, to stand up. All they're doing right now is they're scurrying around. And that's okay. I don't blame them for it. But by taking the roads instead of the airplanes, they're just trying to avoid the security state. That's the smart thing to do. It's the easiest thing to do. But when they start setting up checkpoints and everybody has to go through them on the roads, most people aren't going to avoid traveling at all. The supermajority of people are still going to want to go and see their families. They're still going to need to travel for business. And now that the, uh, the, the checkpoints will be everywhere then they have no other option. They will go through them, and they will grumble about it, and they will complain about it online, and they'll complain about it privately to their friends. But at what point will they, will they finally decide that it's time to say no? At what point? And at what point will they refuse to stop uh, allowing people to opt out of secondary? You know, and maybe that tactic won't actually be successful for very long after they start these checkpoints. Yeah, well, you know, the more they see these videos, the the, the sooner they're going to figure out some what they consider legal way. You know, there's some legal way to get away with what it is they want. Or they'll just do it and they'll legalize it later on. The courts will just back them up. And then people, of course, will howl about how unconstitutional it is. Until the nine men in dresses in Washington, D.C. say, nope, it's constitutional. It's constitutional. Oh, yeah, that's fine. And what then everything's fine. There. And then what can you say then? If you're a so-called constitutionalist, what can you say then? Then you can just bitch about the wall. It's just ruling from the bench. It's legislating from the bench. You can bitch and moan and call talk radio about it, but you'll still obey, won't you? That's why getting together with other people is so critical. People that love freedom.
getting together in the same place and saying no more of this, no more security state, no more taxes, no more obedience. How about we just, you know, get along with one another on a human to human basis, voluntarily interact uh, consensually. More coming up. You take control. Thanksgiving Day edition of Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Turkey Day edition here of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. We'd love to hear what you are thankful for. If you'd like to share that, you'll win a two-pack of the Tota Sack. 603-435-1105. If you're the first person to share that, you'll win a two-pack of the Tota Sack. 603-435-1105 is our number. We're here live. It is Thanksgiving Day. And as always, it's Ian here with you. And Sean. And Mark. And we invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you will find there free. Our listening options are available. Live streams, broadband and dial-up versions. Webcam is available. Plus, listen lines that allow you to call in via any phone that can dial long distance. All of that is at listen.freetalklive.com, as well as details on our wonderful 80-plus radio affiliates. And our satellite channel. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. Are you on any medications? Are you getting your meds at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying much more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, click Become a Member on the left-hand side of the page. Their customer service there is excellent. I've gone through this process. Uh, they're, they're not going to hard sell you or anything like that. They just want to help you get the meds that you need through every step of the way and save you a whole bunch of money. Meds.freetalklive.com. Doesn't matter whether you're Zetia, Nexium, Lipitor, Amplify, Boniva, Cialis, Viagra. Any of those, meds, or any others, meds.freetalklive.com. All right, so I'll start. I am thankful uh, to have you guys here tonight uh, to do the uh, the live show here, and I'm thankful for all of my uh, wonderful people that uh, that help out with this show in the co-host chairs and everybody that comes in to do the Sunday shows, which I think have been a tremendous success uh, so far this year. People have uh, had a lot of positive things to say about uh, the folks that uh, the third, the guys that are normally in the third chair during the week coming in on Sundays. If you haven't heard that yet, you can do that Sunday nights, uh, including this weekend from 7 to 10 o'clock at freetalklive.com. Also appearing on LRN.FM. I, and of course, I appreciate all the, the shows that we picked up over at LRN.FM and Ernie Hancock and, and uh, Anti-War Radio with Scott Horton coming on board. And even though they took the day off today, I appreciate them being here and, and being on the air every, <laughs> every single day. What is it like, Scott? I mean, Scott Horton's got a girlfriend, and he wants to spend time with her. I understand. Ernie's got, you know, family, and he wants to spend time with them. Poor, lonely old Ian all yeah. by himself in his house. Doesn't have anybody to spend his time with. That's not you true. You do it anyway. That's not true. You, you, do, you do the show anyway. Oh, of course I would. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, and I appreciate, uh, you know, being here now, as I was mentioning before. It's great to be alive at this time. It's an exciting uh, time when... You know, technology is increasing at such a, an amazing clip. Indeed. And we have the ability to spread these ideas, the ideas of freedom and 
consensual interaction between human beings to get these powerful ideas out into people's minds in ways that have have heretofore, heretofore been impossible to achieve. And so that's pretty exciting. The, the prospects for freedom, I say, are very bright. It's easy to be... You know, it's easy to uh, to disdain. It's easy to be depressed about all of the the negativity in the world, about the war and the the killing, and uh, the governments and the people they hurt and the people they threaten. It's easy to fall into that trap. But I can tell you, it's a lot easier to be positive when you're around other people that are of like mind. So I really appreciate everybody that's moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and everybody that's going to move uh, to New Hampshire, and everybody that's considering moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, or maybe if you can't, uh, anybody that just supports uh, the Free State Project uh, and the different activism that's going on here, whether it's Free Keen or Free Grafton or the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, because you can still support a Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. You can still support financially what's happening, the exciting activism that's happening here, even if you feel like you're tied down and you have to stay where you are. And I still appreciate everybody that's working for liberty around the world, not just the folks here in New Hampshire. I'm, I'm most excited about the stuff that's happening here. Seems more effective, but, uh, but without you know, people anybody talk- will stand up. Right. Well, without people talking about liberty around the world, then things would be worse off, I think. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad for everybody, and I, th- I appreciate everybody that listens to this show and all our, our wonderful advertisers and sponsors, whether they're still on with us or they've been on in the past or you're going to come on in the future, uh, and especially all of our radio stations, everybody that uh, you know helps behind the scenes at those stations to help get us on, all the board operators, engineers, program directors. Thank you so much for uh, for helping make this this show possible. Without all of you guys and the Free Talk Live amplifiers, of course, the people that are actually financially directly behind the show, and uh, without all of you, this would not be possible. And we're certainly without the Internet. We wouldn't be here. None of this would have been possible in the first place. You wouldn't have been able to you know, help us one iota because you never would have heard the show at all uh, if it weren't for the, the technological age we are in. We yeah. would not have existed 20 years ago. Thank you. Al Gore for creating the Internet. <laughs> it's so awesome that he did that for us. So, yeah, that's a lot of what I'm uh, I'm thankful for. It's nice to be, you know, healthy and uh, and alive at this time. And so there you go. That's what I'm thankful for. This year. Well, very articulate. Uh, you know, well, for- I, I, I do this stuff every day to some extent. Uh, and I, I, I usually do what they call affirmations, you know, speaking um, about what you uh, what you appreciate, whether out loud or to yourself quietly on a daily basis, because it's a very important thing to do. And I felt really cheesy uh, doing it the first the first times when I when I had heard the suggestion about how helpful they can be. I thought, oh my god, this is so lame. But now I do it every single day, and I think it's uh, it's great. Well, you know, um, when you were talking about the Free State Project, um, I don't know that I'm. I guess thankful. I feel kind of lucky that uh, that that the Free State Project to me has achieved what it what I imagined it was going to set out to do. When um, when we when I signed up for the Free State Project, my expectation was that a you know a bunch of liberty lovers would get together and then we would uh, you know have an effect on the the government of the state of New Hampshire and be able to you know I didn't really articulate this in my mind, but essentially create a libertarian veto that would uh, stave off the the growth of the state. Uh, much easier to do that than to actually shrink the size of the state. And, uh, you know, that happened here in New Hampshire in 2010, this year. Um, you know, well, I, I'd love to see how it's going to pan out and everything. But right now, before they actually take office and perhaps turn into something that aren't, uh, you know, so liberty lover, su- su- such, uh, you know, indicative of liberty lovers. Today, I have the, uh, the, the expectation that they will do the right thing. Um, so I feel really lucky to be here 
in New Hampshire at this time when things are happening um, at the way I had, had envisioned them for the Free State Project. Well, they're going to keep happening in yeah. more and better ways as more people come Ob- here. Yeah, I mean, obviously the the finish line hasn't been reached, but we reached the goal that I imagined in two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Already, when I, yeah. When I signed up for the Free State Project, here we are. Yay, we win! And we've barely even got the training wheels off yet. I mean, it officially hasn't even the ball hasn't gone rolling. Really, there's not a thousand people in that have claimed to move to the state on the website. Um, so you know, with eight hundred and fifty people, this is what has happened. Uh, you know, to me, it's a huge victory. Obviously, there's there's a long way to go and, and the, all those things, but I, I think that's great. You know, um, everybody says they're thankful for the family, but I got to tell you, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. This that's was great. the happiest year of my life. I've got a little boy who is just a joy to watch. You know, he's uh, he's he's the only child of uh, two doting older parents, and he is as uh, spoiled as he could possibly be. But you know, we we just uh, we, I really enjoy um, you know Jack and and. My life, I uh, thanks to the listeners and the advertisers of Free Talk Live, I'm able to spend my time at home making telephone calls to advertisers and things like that. I work from my house, unlike so many fathers that have to go out and and uh, you know kill the dragon and drag it home. Mm-hmm. I uh, the, the dragon comes to me. All right, Sean, you're next. Uh, we'll come back with that here in a moment at six zero three four three five eleven zero five. You can share what it is you are thankful for if you'd like, and if you do. And you're the first person to do it, you'll win a two-pack of the Toto Sack. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free. Oh, wait. No, you can't do it toll-free. <laughs> Such a good habit. But it doesn't always work on these nights when we're not actually on most of the radio stations that we normally air on, although we are on uh, our station in Texas. Uh, Elgin, Texas, KTAE 1330 is with us tonight. So uh, welcome Thanks to those to listeners. Them. Yeah, man. Coming in on Thanksgiving Day uh, to run the show live from our internet stream. That's very cool. And of course, uh, the the usual internet live listenership is there. We're about where we normally are on any other night uh, of the week, which is cool. So people are out there, but no one apparently wants to share their Thanksgiving uh, what it is they're thankful for. You just love this segment. 603-435-1105. <laughs> I know it seems cheesy, but I think it's uh, it's important. So uh, we'll get back to that here in a moment. How does cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you want to make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, a rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. There'll, there'll be hundreds of Liberty lovers there on board for you to hang out with, to talk, and, you know, do whatever, you know, cruisy things there are to do. Uh, but you need to reserve your berth now. They, they leave uh, Bayonne, New Jersey, November 2011. But, um, you know, reserve your berth now. 
the the rates are as low as five hundred and thirty five dollars double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. You do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. And I, as I understand it, there's going to be a uh, a panel discussion between Wes Bertrand, uh, Stefan Molyneux, myself regarding voting. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a two on one smackdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to tag team you. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Although you're pretty good, Mark, on that issue, so you might be able to hold your. I am, after all, a super genius. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Cruise.freetalklive.com. All right. We're talking about uh, Thanksgiving Day, and uh, we actually haven't even touched on the supposed true story of Thanksgiving. I don't know how much of it we're going to get through. Maybe it'd be best if we uh, focused on that more heavily tomorrow night, but we could could probably tell the story tonight. Uh, The New York Times apparently is saying it's not true, so we'll see what they have to say. But in talking about what it is uh, we here on the show are thankful for, maybe in the hopes that we'll inspire uh, somebody else to share what they are thankful for here uh, this uh, this particular Turkey Day. And Mark, did you wrap up your thoughts? Was there anything else you wanted to get? Well, I uh, you know said I was thankful for the the uh, the progress that was going on here in the Free State Project, uh, my family, and I'm you know I'm thankful for Free Talk Live being the successful business that it is. You know, you and I have worked very hard at it, but. You know, at the same time, it wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for all the other people that uh, are, are excited about it, listen to it, support yeah. us through the Without the, a, the community of listeners, we would have, you know, 10 affiliates or something like that. I mean, we would barely be out there. The people like Memory Dealers, SACL, CAI, yes, um, yeah. you know, there's so many advertisers out there that uh, choose to support Free Talk Live, probably less so for the uh, the advertising benefit they get and more so for the fact that there's... That's not always true. I've just... I've, I've said those George's advertisers... George's baklava got some baklava sold. He's coming back. Yeah, George, George sold a lot of baklava. Yeah. Most advertisers see the benefit. But do you understand how, uh, you know, optical transceivers, maybe it's not uh, sure, sure. The, 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 you know, the, the best fit and that maybe that Roger Ver over there, you know, likes Free Talk Live? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's, a, there's an ideological component to a lot of our advertisers. No yeah, I'd say it. that there's two big ones, Cycle CAI and uh, and memory dealers that that are really on board for those reasons. And you know, thank those goodness guys, for them. Yeah, thanks. Thank goodness for them. It makes uh, things a lot easier. But you know, even the advertisers that uh, that do benefit took a chance, and so it's it's everybody that's made Free Talk Live what it is that I'm thankful for. I thought that it was going to be successful. You know, as uh, you remember that I decided, oh, once we got, once you managed to to snag that syndication deal, I'm re- I'm all, all on board. When we were, uh, you know, when you were just doing the show on some little crappy AM in Sarasota, Florida, eh, I'll show up once a week and talk on the radio with you mm-hmm. if I remember. But uh, once it was syndicated, I saw the real benefit for uh, the real possibilities for Free Talk Live. But. You know, it, it and, and we put the work in, but lots of people supported us, and that's what made it happen. And now it's it's happening. I can I, we can see the light uh, of you know what we were working for. Absolutely. So, Sean, what about you? Uh, what are you thankful for here? I've, I, I'm thankful for all the dozens of new friends I've made since I've moved up here. I've I've got more friends now than I have at any other point in my life. Me just too. From coming up here and getting involved with all the activists around here, and I've had some incredible new opportunities, including this one. I if you had told me two years ago that I'd be co-hosting a nationally syndicated talk radio show, I'd have laughed at you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, two years ago, you were like a neocon, right? Or just getting out of that? Yeah, I was I was pretty much – I was very constitutionalist, but I was still in favor of the wars. Mm. And I, um, My sister and her uh, now uh, husband were in Iraq and getting shot at over there. And, mm. But yeah, I've I've come a long way in these last two years, and it, it's absolutely amazing the, the the change in my life that has come out of this. 
it has been a, for me a, an amazing experience as well. And I remember Mike Barsky uh, wrote a special guest blog that we post over at free, posted at freekeen dot com, uh, where you are also a blogger, Sean. And uh, and he was talking about how he had a similar effect that uh, that when he lived in California, he basically stayed at home and, uh, you know, didn't know anybody, had like maybe one friend that would have uh, agreed with him on the, li- the Liberty message and, you know, was a homebody and, and hardly left the house. I mean, that was a hermit, essentially. And then when he came here into New Hampshire, where you've got the opportunity to socialize with literally hundreds of. But in your area, dozens of uh, liberty-minded people, and 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 when I say dozens, I mean probably within your age range, within your generation, mm-hmm. uh, people that that uh, you know of a similar uh, status as you, I suppose, that that opened up this whole new world of uh, social opportunities for him. And I have to say the same thing is is the case with me. Like I wouldn't have wanted to hang uh, hang around with the guys at the Libertarian Party meeting in Sarasota, Florida. Uh, but up here, these are great people to to hang out with and and to socialize with. Out, on top of doing activism, yeah, I went my Thanksgiving with uh, you know Free State Movers and uh, Free State Project Movers, and uh, really enjoyed myself. It's nice to have uh, you know folks like that that you get along with, and you know, it was it was great. Anything else you want to share? That about covers Fair it. Fair enough. 603-435-1105. And uh, still time for your calls, your thoughts on what you want. But, Sean, you're going to share with us uh, something different, which is the supposed real story of Thanksgiving. Where is this coming from? Because there are um, different versions in different places. This is called A Tale of Two Colonies, and I got it from the uh, Mises Institute at Mises.org. All right. Let's do it. At Thanksgiving, Americans recall their blessings around bountiful meals with imagery going back to the pilgrims especially the Plymouth Colony's 1623 Thanksgiving. But little attention is paid to what allowed that bounty to be created, capitalism, though Jamestown and Plymouth both illustrate that lesson. Uh, Of course, Mises uses the uh, the term capitalism. I I don't know if I would have selected that one, but uh, it was certainly ownership of, uh, of private property, and we'll get to that here in a moment. Reflections restricted to our current bounty ignore that most colonists in both Jamestown and Plymouth starved under their initial communal property rights. Mm. Then, when private property rights were established, starvation gave way to increasing pos- prosperity in both colonies. In Jamestown, colonists were indentured servants whose se- first seven years of output was to go into a common pool. In Plymouth, all accumulated wealth was to be held in common against colonists' objections by sponsors worried they could not otherwise collect on their distant investment. In both places, the fruits of people's efforts went to others with disastrous results. Sure did. Uh, did they tell more about the the, the results? Um, 66 of Jamestown's initial 104 colonists died within six months, most wow. from famine. Only 60 out of 500 arrivals two years later survived that long. The consequences Holy of crap. this starving time included cannibalism. Wow. Plymouth's first colonists fared little better with only about half surviving six months. I don't remember hearing the cannibalism part. I mean, we've read different uh, iterations of this over yeah. the years. That, that, that was a new fa- uh, factoid for me. That's what it says here. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the Plymouth colonists apparently in desperation sold their clothes and blankets or became servants of Indians. So it was mm. not a happy time at all. To each according to his ability, to each according to his need, right? Uh, we're hungry and you look... Delicious. <laughs> Common property 
Common properties disincentives produce terrible results in both colonies. Choking with Sophia Severe Jamestown, Thomas Dale noted that much of the survivor's time was devoted to playing rather than working. Uh, we will talk about that. What happens when uh, things are owned in common? What happens to incentive? Uh, so we'll get to that. 603-435-1105. Share your thoughts in the remaining moments of this, the live Thanksgiving Day edition of Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're here to take your phone calls about anything you want. 603-435-1105. That's a special number for tonight because, well, we're not on the radio in most places because our network, I couldn't bribe a board op to come in. Normally, we try to be as live as possible, in many places as possible, on uh, holidays. Was not successful in my uh, efforts this year. However, we will uh, continue to be live all for the remaining uh, rest of the week on the radio and, of course, online. And that's where we are primarily right now. Although our listeners in uh, Elgin, Texas, Corpus Christi, excuse me, not Corpus Christi, Christi, Elgin, Texas, uh, KTAE 1330 is carrying the show tonight. So thanks to them for putting the effort in to get our Internet feed on the air, which I think is pretty cool. And that doesn't happen too often when we do Internet based shows. So. Excellent. Uh, again, freetalklive.com. You can go there, get interactive, various different features uh, that you will enjoy, hopefully, including archives and the wiki, the bulletin board system, and more. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, go and do some Christmas shopping, some holiday shopping uh, starting tomorrow, Black Friday. The day after Thanksgiving, the Friday after Thanksgiving, huge shopping day. The malls are going to be packed. Yeah, it's an economic downturn, but you can still expect people to be out spending on Black uh, Black Friday. They're going to go out. They're going to hit the stores. They're going to crush each other. They're going to fight. They're going to uh, – it's awful. <laughs> you love these stories. It's awful, and I do enjoy hearing about them because it's amazing at the same time. Uh, but don't get caught up in that stuff. Stay home. Stay in the office. And pull up Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Pretty much whatever you're looking for, if it's some brand new product, they're selling it. Chances are good it's cheaper. A real good chance. Plus, you get free Super Saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items. Uh, In addition to Amazon, we've also got Newegg.FreeTalkLive.com. And remember, when you enter Amazon through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, a significant portion of the uh, purchase goes to Free Talk Live. It's the same great prices. It's just they're sending us a spiff for sending them the business. Newegg sends a percentage to the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. So if you want to shop at Newegg and get some computer parts or maybe some uh, consumer electronics, maybe you want to get a Blu-ray player, for instance. Those things are getting cheap, by the way. Uh, so they've got that kind of stuff at Newegg. It's more of an electronics-based site. Uh, about a percent or two of each sale will go to the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. If you enter through Newegg.freetalklive.com, and they are loaded up with their Black Friday sales that will be kicking off, I think, probably at midnight here uh, tonight. So head on over there, Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and Newegg.FreeTalkLive.com all season long and get your shopping done. If you've ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney, you need Jurisdictionary.com. It's a course for people without lawyers who must know what it takes to win and for people with lawyers who want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what needs to be done. 
It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. And it's so easy, the average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. I have uh, gotten this course. I think it's awesome. And um, you've actually used it. It's Jurisdictionary.com. We go to the phones, and to the fun, we'll continue the Thanksgiving story here in a moment. Uh, The supposed real story of Thanksgiving uh, with Sean, he's going to share that with us. But first, Matt is with us in Texas, and he has won a two-pack of the Tota Sack for being the first caller willing to actually share what he's thankful for uh, this Thanksgiving. And there might have been another reason you were calling, but I definitely want to hear that first. So go ahead, Matt. Uh, yeah, hey, guys, how you all doing today? Great. What's uh, What are you thankful for this uh, this season, or in general? Well, in general, I'm just I'm thankful for uh, for my family. Obviously, that's that's I mean that's a big obvious in my life. My family has been great and supportive. I may not agree with them on you know ideals such as such as you know liberty. I mean they're basically a lot of them are kind of neoconish, but they're at least willing to listen to me when I discuss uh, things of a liberty nature. So I'm very thankful for my family and they're loving people and they're great. And also, I think another thing that I'm thankful for is the fact that. You know, our country, I'm thankful for our country, even though we've kind of started to evolve towards tyranny, but I'm still thankful that I was born here and we are still able to disseminate ideas and talk about ideas. We have the Internet. It's not North Korea. It beats the heck out of the alternatives. (laughs) Yes, it does. Yes, it does, most definitely. Um, Yes, I'm just thankful that, you know, we don't have uh, quote-unquote blocks on the Internet yet anyway, and I'm just thankful that we can disseminate the things i mean there's a lot of work that needs to be done there's a lot of things that need to be need to be reversed but i'm i'm just thankful that i was able to be born here and that uh, like you said you know i wasn't i wasn't born in north korea or india and they're all they're all nice good people and everything but they're just you know they're struggling to make a living and i, and I feel bad for those people times when i see them but it's just and it's kind of unfortunate but i'm i was just glad i feel blessed to have been born here where i feel like i could have at least some sort of voice or some sort of impact and whether it be local government or national government, even if it's not uh, always what I want all the time. You know Very what good. I mean? So I think so those are the two things I think that I'm thankful for. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Was there something else that was on your mind that you wanted to talk about? No, I think uh, I think that was uh, that was about it. Oh, I just thanks, uh, wanted to say that you guys are running a great show here. I've been actually I've only listened to this maybe this, I think this is my second time and I'm oh, just wow. I'm I'm thankful for you guys this show. I guess. How did you How did you find out we were live tonight? May I ask? Um, actually, I um, put uh, I, I pretty much just uh, kind of stumbled across it. I was looking for <laughs> something to do. My mom and I went. Uh, we had just gotten finished with uh, with dinner and everything, and um, basically uh, I went through and I saw that uh, I went and checked uh, all the various websites. I you know got some pages tabbed, and I just happened to see oh wow live on Thanksgiving Day. So. I gave it a whirl, and you you guys were talking about the uh, TSA and all the stuff that went on. And I knew, you know, when you listen to the media, yeah. you know that they're they're always holding something back. They're always lying to you, tell, not tell, telling you, well, maybe not lying, but not telling you the whole story mm-hmm. or slanting their story. And it's like, okay, let's get another, per- you know, I always love to get other perspectives on it. Not that I really listen to Excellent. the media much anyway. Well, welcome but, aboard. Yeah, We're glad I, you're out there, and I hope you enjoy the two-pack of the Totasac that's going to be sent your way from totasac.us. And, uh, Matt, thanks for calling in tonight. I appreciate hearing from you.
Well, thank you guys. Keep on doing good work. Yes, sir. We're glad you're there. 603-435-1105. So, Sean, I don't know if we can get through the rest of this, but uh, let's do our best here uh, to tell the rest of the Thanksgiving story. People dying of famine, a significant amount of people dying of famine in the Jamestown, was it, colony? Hundreds in Jamestown and, and at least half the colonists in Plymouth. Common, because things were owned in common. Because everything was owned in common, yeah. Common property's disincentives produced terrible results in both colonies. Choking was so f- severe at Jamestown that Thomas Dale noted that much of the survivor's time was devoted to playing rather than working, despite the threat of starvation. Plymouth Governor William Bradford noted that this community of property was found to be much discontentment and retarded much employment that would have been to their benefit and comfort, even despite the use of whipping to limit shirking. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to help. Applying force, I imagine it'll help somewhat. <laughs> uh, applying force to solve social problems doesn't work. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it may, it's not the most effective way, but you can believe that if you get out and whip somebody, they'll work a little harder. But in the long term, it won't work. Yeah. Results were described as injustice and a kind of slavery. Mm. But what, come on, it was slavery. Yeah. yeah. In response, both Jamestown and Plymouth moved to systems where people could produce for their own benefit. In Jamestown, each man was given three acres of land in exchange for a lump sum tax of two and a half barrels corn, and communal work was limited to one month, not during planting or harvest. In addition to creating private property, this made the marginal tax rate on most of the colonists' efforts zero, turning indolence into industry. Rather than starving, they became exporters of corn to the Indians. Mm -hmm. In Plymouth, Governor Bradford observed that since their victuals were spent, they began to think how they might raise as much corn as they could and obtain a better crop, that they might not still thus languish in misery. The governor gave way that they should set corn every man for his own particulars and so assign to every family a parcel of land. Bradford also described the consequences. And they would decide for themselves what to grow and and how much of it to grow and and all of that. This had very good success, for it made all hands very industrious, so as... So as much more corn was planted than otherwise would have been by any means the governor or any other could use and gave far better content. So, right. I mean, the difference being you've got the with the common communal owning uh, situation where everybody owns everything. People were shirking. They were just saying, yeah. F it. You know, why should I why should I plant more corn? I don't get to you know decide what to do with it. I just have to put it in this common pot and then some head bureaucrat decides how to dole it out. And and all those lazy bums over there are still getting to eat those people that are faking uh, having a, you know, a broken uh, leg or a sprained ankle or whatever it is that they're faking. Oh, just because, can't work today. Yep. Yep. I feel terrible. Just can't uh, work today. Governor. They still get fed. I'm here. I get the same amount of food and I'm st- I'm working my butt off. Screw this. F it. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting, too, now. Uh, that's the kind of thing they were dealing with, and then when they gave everybody their own plot of land, all of a sudden everybody who was uh, shirking and not so interested in getting things done, well, they've got an incentive. They've got the ability to create their own harvest and to keep it all and to decide, or you know, most all of it, and then to decide how to uh, to dole it out, to sell it, to to keep it, to uh, to give it away, whatever. They get to make those choices. All of a sudden, they find their incentive and their motivation. Let's go quickly. An unscreen caller for the last word here on uh, Free Talk Live tonight. Hey guys, this is Jamie Crean's Herpes, and I just want to say I'm thankful for Coke and whores, and uh, and uh, what else am I thankful for? The baby Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight. All right, it's been Ian here with you. And Sean. And Mark. All right, we'll be back tomorrow night for the post-Thanksgiving Day edition. We'll get into what the New York Times has to say about that supposed real Thanksgiving story tomorrow. See you in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally. 
with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. Just like you, I don't want to look older than I am. One of the primary causes of premature aging is that people are not getting enough lubrication for their skin. When your skin isn't getting proper lubrication, it shows signs of aging. Fine lines and wrinkles get more pronounced and you begin to show signs of damage. One of the best ways to lubricate your skin is to start with your intestinal tract. Omega fatty acids are vital for the proper functioning of every cell in your body and that lubricates your skin. The acai berry from Brazil is a fantastic source of omega fatty acids. Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains plenty of acai berries that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice tastes fantastic and it's packed with excellent nutrients like omega fatty acids and the antioxidant vitamin C that will help keep you looking youthful and vibrant. Drink a glass of acai berry juice any time of the day and keep your skin looking young and healthy. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.